dolphins and jags. What a drag! Welcome, football fans, to the Surf and Artificial Turf Podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co-host, Casey Thompson. Casey, how was your week, buddy? Week was good. Good. As I am trying to remember what has happened. Um, oh, Did you Elliot, SeaWorld uh, or anything? No, no, no. Elliot, um, you know, uh, school resumed for the uh, next semester. And yeah. uh, Elliot went for one day. And then the, the, following, the following day, uh, school was uh, canceled because of weather, <laughs> which was super annoying. <laughs> um and uh so yeah get to get and then he also has tomorrow off so it's like on one day off one day two days on then a four-day weekend so nice that's little the way to get your kid used to school yeah to keep yeah. it real and consistent fucking kill me um yeah. yeah so that's that's kind of what we've been through this week uh he's actually been pretty okay he also celebrated his birthday at school which is i guess the 17th party that he celebrated for turning four because of sure. how our winter break is gone where we celebrated down there did he get any here. gifts uh, I have no idea. I don't think so. No. Um, That's good. Except for being celebrated by his classmates and teachers. Um, Knowing his personality, I'm sure he loved to be the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he did have cupcakes, which he does like. Um, sure. But no, beside that, nothing much. Um, I think we're going to do an impromptu trip to Disney tomorrow. Uh, so that's exciting. Ooh, that'll be uh, fun. The benefit of annual passes, you know, just drop everything and go. Yeah, just go to Disney Collins, whenever you feel Collins like. is sick into all your jobs and just go. <laughs> uh, That's fair. Man. All right, go ahead. How was your week? My week was normal. I'm about done with my uh, contender training where I had to go to a different store. I went to the store with the most homeless people and most theft um, of all of the publics in my area. There is a police officer that has to be uh, on guard at all times at that store. Been an experience. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad I get to go back to my uh, rich white uh, people store on Beachside and don't have to deal with the uh, craziness that is all of the homeless people coming in and um, just bringing in backpacks to steal stuff. Other than that, uh, not a whole lot. I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a malfunction. We were supposed to pod last night. We had a little bit of a sleeping malfunction with our children here. Uh, we had a little bit of a uh, bath time malfunction. Listen, if you're on the fence about having children, when when your child is screaming because they don't want to have anything to do with you, uh, you know, it's not great. Um, but we persevered. We made a calendar now of don't hold the it days. Personal. Don't hold it personal. Sure. That's, that's my advice to you. Uh, and for the the expecting parents out there, <laughs> yeah, the whole, all of you expecting parents. Um, so we made a calendar tonight for Ellie for uh, bath time slash shower time of which parent will be giving her a bath slash shower, uh, which I'm sure my wife will keep track of and will be uh, perfect, and there will never be anything wrong with it. Um, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking. What? In Yellow God's Spot, name? a single pot still Irish whiskey, which has been aged 12 years. It's whiskey nice. time. We're in the playoffs. Got to stay warm. Yeah. Bring out the whiskey until we're eliminated. 
<laughs> Speaking of playoffs, uh, I forgot to get beer today, so I have to drink one of my wife's beers, which is a uh, Golden Road Mango Cart. It's disgusting. It tastes like losing. It's for losers. I don't mind. I don't actually mind that beer. <laughs> ugh, ugh. It's. I feel like I'm just drinking like a old lemonade. Hmm. Huh. It's terrible. I don't think it's that bad. I actually had it um, with uh, Chris when we watched blah. the uh, Dolphins Bills at Buffalo Wild Wings. Blah, blah, blah. Disgusting. Week 18 recap. Jags knocked out by the Tennessee Derrick Henrys, 20 to 28. Um, listen, the Jags couldn't stop uh, anything. So instead of talking about this game, I'd rather talk about the aftermath that has happened since this game. Sure. Obviously, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about uh, what we think is going to happen in the offseason. More so just, you know, they had a complete defensive breakdown in this game. They couldn't they couldn't stop Derrick Henry. They had uh, poor tackling, um, just kind of getting just pushed around uh, on the front. And as a result, all of the defensive um, coaches – down to the outside linebackers coach, uh, he's the only one staying. Um, Bill Shuey, only only defensive coach still uh, retained. Rest of them have been fired. Um, makes sense with uh, actually their performance this year, right? Sure, uh, that, yeah, that you specific tripled, group. Yeah, you tripled your sacks from Trayvon and J- Josh Allen was top three, top four in sacks this yeah, year. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to fire that guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean they were they were the number one dude starting duo in the NFL this year. So sure, he did a great job. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, however, the Jacks failed to score 20 points. They couldn't, or more than 20 points. They couldn't really get anything going. Uh, their response on that side of the ball, a little less. Uh, they have fired Bernie Parmalee, running backs coach, and uh, the assistant uh, offensive line coach, whose name escapes me currently. Um, to me personally, uh, I think that the defense had more key signature moments within this season when they were keeping this team afloat. Uh, we talked about it a lot at the beginning of the season, right? Obviously, like the turnovers weren't sustainable, but the Jacks' offense was looking better at the beginning of the year because the defense was getting so many turnovers, putting them in such an advantageous position to be able to score. Um, there were a couple of games this year where the, where the defense literally won the game. Josh Allen single-handedly is the reason why the Jags beat the Texans the second time around. You know, he got, he got that two sacks. He got that last sack, which pushed them uh, just perfectly out of field goal range. Um, there was never a signature moment with this offense. We were constantly frustrated by what they were doing uh, play call wise, not knowing how to use their talent properly. Um, it, it just, to me, it does, it feels more like a scapegoat kind of situation where you're getting rid of all of these defensive guys uh, because of one game. Um, I'm fine with the fact that they did it. Like, it's okay to me that they're moving on from their defensive coordinator. But I don't know, at the end of the day, moving on from um, Mike Caldwell 
how much that's actually going to, in the long term, fix the issues that they had this season. Yeah, look, it's while it wasn't a one game, I'm going to draw some similarities with what happened with Brandon Staley, right? He had a horrendous collapse in one game last year, um, and uh, the Chargers made uh, some changes. They brought a new offensive coordinator and stuff like that, but the ultimate problem of the coaching was not solved, right? Brandon Staley um, obviously did not have it to be a head coach, and um, you know they are they just put themselves one year behind, basically, um, from and wasted another year of Herbert. Um, the Jags collapse was over a stretch of the season, which I would argue is even worse, right? To go over a stretch of six to seven games, have a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs at one point in the season and not making it mm. and only using the defense as a scapegoat is just delaying the inevitable, which is there are going to be significant changes to this organization Probably this time next year, you know, I, 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 unless, you know, really they get lucky with what they do, um, because they are obviously, and especially bulky, not good at evaluating, um, players, uh, and making decisions, especially, um, and what is important to this team, the obvious holes that we saw going into the season that we saw going into the draft and not filling them and focusing mm. on guys like Tank and Strange when you know you have much bigger holes. The worst thing that ever happened to the Jacksonville Jaguars um, so far in Trevor's career is not Urban Meyer. It is making the playoffs last year. Yeah, it definitely filled them with a we're good. Like There was a point at which you, I'm sure you do not recall this, but... Uh, at the end of Gus Bradley's tenure as a coach, when they were talking to him, he said, it's built. Like, that was one of the things that he said. Like, this team is ready to compete. It's built. Uh, obviously, that's that, that was nowhere close to being true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think, ultimately, coaching matters, right? We talk about this a lot. Coaching, coaching matters, but it only matters on the fringes. And, and mostly, in my opinion, like... It, you can either have like a really, really, really good coach who can go over and above the talent and be able to scheme things up to be able to help his players maximize their potential um, more than most coaches. Or you can have Urban Meyer. But most coaches live somewhere in the middle where they are going to get the talent, they're going to assemble their team, and they're going to be able to get uh, enough out of their players to get them to where they need to go. So to me, it, this is more of a talent issue than Absolutely. the coaching issue. 100%. And Trent Alki so far, I believe when I was looking at people were talking about like his hit rate, I think he's at like a 28% hit rate over all of his picks since becoming the Jaguars uh, general manager. It's not good enough. And you're right. Like what what's going to happen is you're just going to have to hope that he gets lucky on a couple of picks. Uh, I guess more than a couple on like four or five picks that he finds impact players at positions that they need, right? Like 
they need an impact interior defensive lineman. They got literally nothing from those three players all season long, and that didn't have to do with the coach. They just they don't have good players. Devon Hamilton got hurt. Um, Roy Robertson Harris, I think, is a starting level player. Foley Fadakasi might have been one of the worst free agent signings that they've had in my memory. Um, they just they get no push up there, um, and you, you, the coach can't go out there and shed blocks for the defensive lineman. They have to do it themselves. And it's a lot of the same thing with like the offense, right? Like the play calling matters. There there was bad situational awareness, bad team awareness. But when Trevor is throwing a ball to a wide receiver that he's expecting to be in a spot because that's where they're supposed to be and they're not there, that's not the coach didn't tell the guy to run the wrong route. The coach didn't tell Calvin Ridley that, hey, Trevor's being blitzed. You need to turn around and look at him like you're supposed to. And then he doesn't. And Trevor throws an interception. Like it, there's not enough impact players on this team. And they're too close to the top of the cap to be in this position. And I personally don't see how they can get out of it with Trent Balky as the general manager. And they made the playoffs this last year. They won nine games this year he was kept on because he kept showing up to work. I cannot imagine that Shad Khan would make a move to get rid of Trent Balky without a bottoming out kind of season coming up next year, or um, as it's been kind of alluded to that there's a little bit of a power struggle going on right now between Doug wanting to keep press Taylor and Trent Balky wanting press Taylor to be gone. Um, I mean, if that's real, if that comes to a head and um, Doug says it's either me or Balky, maybe then Shad will have to make a decision and and we'll have to choose one of them. I would hope that it would be the Super Bowl winning head coach and not the GM who has been uh, subpar in picking players outside of three or four. Yeah, and... All of this is happening bad timing-wise for the Jacksonville Jaguars because you are now going into Trevor's fourth year. Fourth year. And you are going to You'll have, have to, to choose to pick soon. up his option. Yeah, at sure. At the start of the season. Sure, but you should, extend, I mean, you should extend him ASAP because his price is just going to go up unless you, you know, really, ironically, if Balky has a terrible offseason, it makes his offense worse. And so Trevor yep. looks worse, and then you extend him at a lower rate somehow. But uh, you know, not not what you want to do, um, and you are up against the division winner, who has a rookie quarterback, and uh, has seemingly a great so coach, much cap space, a uh, ton of cap space. They still have a first round pick, even though they trade that extra one for Will Anderson. I think um, it was the right move. Will Anderson. They have the Browns pick, I believe. Yeah, they have the Browns pick, um, which you know they're playing the Browns this, this weekend. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it would have been. They traded away their pick, but it's going to be close anyway. You know, we we discussed this last year uh, when the draft happened, when the trade happened. Like, you were very adamant that that was not the right move, but it turns out the Texans were much closer than we thought. I mean, yeah. I definitely didn't choose them to be in the playoffs, right? We, I mean, this is crazy how quick of a jump Stroud made. They nailed mm-hmm. that pick. Uh, they made great signings in the offseason. Uh, Dalton Schultz uh, and that team is just 
better because of Stroud. The receivers, Nico Collins, having a great year is because of Stroud, right? And um, and then it gets worse because that's not the only team that you know was again going down to the wire and making the playoffs and has a rookie quarterback and he was out for most of the year. And Anthony Richardson's shown significant flashes and his talent, and we both liked him um, a mm-hmm. ton and potentially even more than Stroud. And uh, you know they're in a good position. So you got two competitors, and Titans are the Titans, but you got two competitors um, that have quarterbacks going into their second year of their rookie contracts with a lot more cap space versus where the Jags are. You know, you're not in a good position, and you're going to be even worse um, if the Texans and Colts make the right decisions this offseason. Going into the falling year, you're just delaying it, right? My point is the delay is even going to be, uh, you know, exemplified even more uh, because of the timing versus the rest of the division. You are in a great position this year, but now suddenly it looks like you're in a real bad position. Sure. I mean, and. I'm not trying to make the same excuse that Doug made, um, but they were they they were incredibly healthy last year, and as we've seen a lot of times, a, a lot of the times, teams that make the playoffs that are a, a little bit more overinflated are the teams that are the healthiest, right? And they had the exact opposite you know, thing happen this year. Um, yeah, we're about to you know we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll be talking about the Dolphins here in a minute, but I mean. They were incredibly unhealthy. They had, I think, maybe four games with what they had projected as their starting line. And then, you know, they had two two games with the line that included Ezra Cleveland and Cam Robinson for the whole season. Like that, like... It, it was obviously a problem, but I mean, when it came down to it and you were in your last game of the season and you had what you would have deemed your five best linemen, uh, they did not trust them enough to run the ball uh, third and goal from the one yard line. They, sure. they passed it because they didn't sure. trust them to be able to gain a yard. So it doesn't matter. Like, yes, health matters. And if they could have stayed healthy, if they could have kept Christian Kirk, you really got a Superman thing going on there. <laughs> yeah. um, they... Like maybe it's different, but every team faces injuries, and you can't have the expectation that one or two guys is the difference between you being able to make the playoffs versus being uh, second, third in the division. Uh, no, because you're playing the the Titans, especially right. I mean that, that who have um, were on Ryan Tannehill. They're missing offensive tackle. Right. I mean, it's just like yeah, you can't make the. That was the healthiest that the they'd been in a in a while, and they played like shit. All right, yeah. let's move on. Uh, Bills stampeded by, or Dolphins stampeded by Bills, 21-14. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, it's tough. I mean, you know, I hate to make excuses, but uh, I thought we were doing pretty good in that game, and we allowed a 96-yard punt return touchdown. Um, And, you know, it it is what it is. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. But that that, that ultimately shifted the... the, the, um, the tone of the game and uh and you know before you know it we lost i mean but when you look at that last drive and um tyreek and waddle are off the field and you don't have most hurt i mean you your three best playmakers or best three out of four depending on where you put 
Achan are off the field, uh, you know, that's that's a bad position to be in. And you're throwing the chase. Claypool is going to run the wrong, wrong mount route, and that's that. Um, it, it's it's frustrating to be in this position. Um, you know, one thing I would say is, like, I was thinking about this. In terms of, you know, the argument is, like, you know, is two of the guy or whatever, right? Um, that's still, um, as he's going in and to his last season here uh, soon, um, based on his contract, it, you know, that's still the question here. It's hard to argue that he's not when you think of the fact that last year going into the playoffs team is pretty healthy except Tua's not in there and we have Skylar Thompson. This year we have five starters out on defense, multiple starters out on offense. And I would say that we have a better chance of being the Chiefs this year than going into the game last year with Skylar Thompson against the Bills, right? And... That's because, like, I mean, Tua, in my mind, still has the talent, and I, I get what happened in this in this game, um, but man, I, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating Tyreek having the most drops of his career this year. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like it got super exemplified uh, these past two year, two two weeks. He dropped a touchdown in both weeks, and this this touchdown that he dropped. Granted, I understand we still got the pass interference call, but he he he! The ball hit his hands after the the interference, and he would have ran that for a touchdown, and we would have tied the game. Um, those types of plays just have not been happening over the past few weeks. The long scores for touchdowns um, have not happened against the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills, and it's it it really is missing in the passing game. Now Waddle coming back would be huge for us. What's what's the downside? Of course, is the weather. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, our run yeah, game is I, incredible. I, I I guess, according to McDaniel, they were starting to stack the box more in the second half, and we completely went away from it. Um, and Tua not capitalizing there is concerning. Uh, but uh, it, it just seemed like it was, um, you know, penalty or a drop pass or things like that. It wasn't necessarily that the play was there and according you know again Mike McDaniels it was more of like the Bills defenders were making excellent plays like we were so close on so many plays of breaking it you know and they were just closing in they were just you know they having the game of their life which you kind of have to hold us to 14 points um it, it's you, and it's, it's a division game right like i think that matchups kind of get not necessarily thrown out the window, but when you're playing a team that you play twice a year, every single year, like it's, they're going to be close. They're going to be tight. These teams know you better than, uh, than if you're playing the Arizona Cardinals, right? Like they, they know what the, they know what the Miami Dolphins, the bills know what the Miami Dolphins are going to do. They play two a whole bunch of times. They know its tendencies. It's a lot easier of a prep week for them. Um, and I push back against the Tua stuff, not only because I agree with you, I think that he has it, but like, what else are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna bring in Jacoby Brissett? Like, I, there's not gonna be a quarterback that's gonna be available on the free agent market that would be an improvement over Tua. And you're fighting for the to win the division, and the number two seed 
in the very last week of the year with Tua. Like, why, why not build upon that? Like, you could get better. Like, you're going to get to pick in the first round this year, I think, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they have a first and a second round pick this year. You're going to... I, I believe they have like a decent amount of cap space to be able to at least like wiggle room around, like move around. I mean, there's going to be some significant changes. Don't get me wrong. I, I we have we have, um, there was like an analysis of like draft capital, same and in cap space. Well, yes, there will be big names gone because of the because of the contract situation. Um, yeah. We'll restructure a few. Yes, we will, we will end up making space um, and stuff like that, but. Yeah, there's going to have to be some changes. I mean, I think that at this point, uh, it's a bummer that we apparently just whiffed on Camp Smith um, because he's super uh, neat. You know, a draft pick like that would be needed at this point. Um, with Corners Howard are a little out. tricky in their first year, too. It's like but it, some it, of them need some time It's hard to, to complain develop. about our defense allowing 14 points against right. Josh Allen. Right. You know, fully was, health and healthy for the most part, except for Gabe leaving halfway yeah. through the game. Offense. It was such a vintage Josh Allen game, too. It was, you know, two of the most head-scratching interceptions in a game. And then second half, just, like, putting a team on his back and and carrying them. It's one of the reasons why I love Josh Allen. I know Dolphins fans probably don't like to hear this kind of thing. But I, I love Josh Allen. I love him as a player. I like who he is as a person in all of his interviews and all of the stuff that he does. It, it, it. I was kind of thinking about it this this week, and Trevor and Josh are very similar in that they make some of these like just like plays about like you're like what the fuck are you doing, and then in the second half they'll make a throw and it's like you did that earlier because you have the utmost confidence in your ability because you are in a tier unlike other human beings. And it's just, it. it's fun to watch the Bills. I did not like that the Dolphins lost, but I always enjoy a vintage Josh Allen game like this one. Yeah, I mean, I was enjoying it too um, because of how they were performing. That first half was incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple picks in that play that ended at the one uh, before the half. You, 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 yeah. It's nice to be on the other side of that, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> and um, it, you know, it was just kind of like the def- I, I It's hard to um, not be very impressed with their defense without Xavier Howard, Jalen yeah. Phillips, and Bradley Chubb. Uh, Jalen Javon Holland for most of the game was out because he started the test in the first quarter and realized he was not fully there and could not perform to the level that uh, you know he he wanted to. So to be out that many starters, losing Van Ginkle in the second half too. It, and and Jerome Baker, I mean, it's just like Jesus fucking Christ. But um, and Elliot, it's just, it's amazing uh, at this point where we're at. But to again allow only fourteen points and um, do things that Josh to Josh Allen that he was not doing all season, which is turning the ball over in the red zone mm. and things like that. Uh, it's hard not to be impressed. Our offense did not capitalize though, and you know that's the frustrating part, especially going into next week where. It's not like we're getting all those, any of those defensive guys back. In fact, we're going to have full games. Yeah. We're not going to have Van Ginkle or Baker. We probably uh, won't have Holland. Uh, you know, Elliot's up in the air, but 
not as much of a difference maker as those guys I just listed. Uh, in a game where I don't know what it's going to look like, uh, mm. you know, it, 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 again, we're going to get to this in a second, but it's going to be a it's going to be a strange one. We need the offense to perform well. I mean, they're only down two starters, both on the offensive line, center and guard. Beside that, Waddle should be back. Mostert should be back. They're fully healthy. Um, they're the healthiest they've been in a long time going into the first. I mean, it's a, there's a reason why Waddle and Mostert didn't play. It's because we were already in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, we were okay with that. We were okay with that. Um, it, you know, I think it was like you weigh the long-term injury versus being healthy going into this first round. And we valued the latter part more. And it only will pay off if we beat the Chiefs. But, I mean, Waddle was severely missed in that game. And um, I, I think that it's, it's tough not to be disappointed. But, it, it, I mean, they're really, the injuries are really making it easy to make excuses. Um, yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I, I guess there's not much you can do about that. I mean, it's not like you're going to fire people because of this. Um, you should fire fucking Danny Crossman. I don't know how he's still our special teams guy. Um, I know it was a freak play, but like, what part of these past five, four years, four years with him, have you been impressed with our special teams? I, I just don't get it. Um, anyway, it's, that's a that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's something for the off season. All right, uh, you ready to move on? Well, yeah, we're at 30 minutes. We still haven't hit the preview. We got a bunch of other yeah. stuff. So let's go. Wild card <laughs> preview. Dolphins at Chiefs. Uh, Four-point underdog. Uh, Saturday at 8 o'clock on fucking Peacock. <laughs> if you have so YouTube, stupid. If you have YouTube TV, you can uh, oh, change no, your location. Okay? People out there. There's, hopefully, hopefully big NFL is not listening right <laughs> yeah. now. You can verify you can you can okay. When you when you use YouTube TV, when you verify your location, it's based on your phone. There are apps out there that spoof your location. So I click, you know, Hard Rock Stadium, literally I put the dot right there and say yeah, this yeah, is yeah. where I'm at, and it'll change your local channels with that, and that way you watch the game for free if you have a YouTube TV subscription. Or any other uh cable slash, you know, digital cable provider streaming provider uh that verifies via location via your phone you can you can you can fucking spoof it don't 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 get peacock caveat one yes i agree with that point like i don't even want to do the trial for them to just like think that or, i heard like, there's no like, trial oh so that's I, dumb I, um so i well this, i'm not giving I'm, them a month peacocks <laughs> peacock was like end all trial <laughs> Yeah, I'm not giving them a month of money for them to be like, this nah. is great. We're going to do this again. Nah. I don't care uh, how much money hopefully I'm not hopefully spending $8 a on Peacock. <laughs> hopefully nobody watches the Dolphins game um, because of this. And hopefully they never do this ever again. Because like the Prime thing is not bad because it's every single week, right? Like It's a Thursday night game. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch a Thursday night game every single week, you need Amazon Prime. It's not like oh, there's going to be two random games a year where you have to have this specific streaming service, and if you don't have it, you just don't get to watch two of the most important games of the season. Like, uh, that's stupid. Um, my other caveat is if you're going to watch it and you're going to do what Casey just said, if you um, it will not let you 
join and start it from the beginning if it's already started. So you need to either have it on your TV and hit pause when it starts, or you need to be right there sitting down as the game kicks off. You cannot join in the middle and hope to start from the beginning. Won't let you. There's your Let's helpful, get off this. helpful tech, tech tips of the, <laughs> of the <laughs> surfing offers of our podcast. Stupid um, ass peacock. So uh, I'm going to start on defense first. Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, David Long, Jalen Ramsey. Those are potentially the four. Okay, Cater Kohu, I guess, in the nickel. Those are potentially the, the five starters that we'll have going into this game on defense um, that we started the year with, right? So with Jalen as a caveat, I guess. I, I, it is a banged up defense. Yeah. To say it in the, the, the nicest way. Uh, we could have Elliot. We could have Holland. We don't know yet. But it's a tough matchup uh, to go against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest story, though, is the weather. And I'm going to say it on both sides of the ball. But sure. for the reason why I'm going to pick this PFF uh, you know, rating matchup is because of the weather. I think it's more important for our run defense, which is first in PFF. Um, and did an excellent job against James Cook. Against, you know, the Chiefs run game, um, fully healthy now. Isaiah Pacheco's, you know, back and healthy. Again, they had a week off last week because they could, um, because they didn't lose to the Titans and lose the division. And so they had to play week 18. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, huh. But, um, but um, they're, they're 11th in, in PFF score. Uh, you know, Pacheco's an issue. Uh, McKinnon is more of a pass catching back. That's probably all they'll they'll really use. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire doesn't get a lot of use when Pacheco's healthy, um, and of course Mahomes is his own uh, beast. I I uh, you know that's another thing we have to keep an eye out for with the weather is that he might be uh, scrambling and running a little I bit will, more. I will be betting the over on Mahomes rushing. Uh, I would too because we don't really uh, the guy that we use to spy most of the game. Um, is is against Josh Allen, who didn't particularly have a great game. He had that one big run at the end. There was a mm-hmm. defensive flag anyway, so it would have been a first down anyway. But beside that, we kind of held Josh, Josh Allen in a pretty good check. They're Baker. different kind of runners, though, the two of yes, them. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. And I mean, I'm more scared of Josh Allen. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's at this point, one of the best yeah. running quarterbacks in the history of the league, um, at least statistically in terms of touchdowns and stuff, too, as right. well. Yeah. Um, but... Mahomes is a scrambler, scrambler. less likely that we'll have a, a spy on him per se. Um, so it's a matter of containing him in the pocket. Cause once he gets out of it, um, you got to get your eyes on him, but also keep coverage. It's a tough job to do, but let him throw the ball to these do receivers. You, do you want to get, we've kind of like circled around it. Do you want to like, like give what the actual weather report is for people sure. who might not know? Yeah. It'll be zero degrees with a wind chill of negative 30. Whew. No, um, it won't be snowing, so we have that going for us. Which might is nice. be one of the coldest games in NFL history. Yeah, it keeps dropping too. Like every day, it's like, like yesterday, it was negative fifteen wind chill, and now it's negative thirty wind chill. I'm just like, good god! Like, um, do yeah. you think that there's the, like that big of a difference once you get down to that low between like negative fifteen and negative? Do are you like adds yeah, fifteen degrees colder, or is it just really fucking cold? I think there is a difference because. I have been in 
90 degree weather and 105 degree weather. Yeah, they're the same. No, they're not. They're absolutely not. It, I, don't. I mean, one is like you don't want to step outside. Like, period. Like, you're just not going to go outside. And in fact, just so you know, the National Weather Service said, don't go outside. Don't go Stay outside. indoors. Stay in, but the in NFL was like, no, we're not moving this game. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I understand we uh, could have scheduled this differently because, uh, I don't know, we knew this last week when we made the schedule and we decided mm. to put Monday night as Eagles Tampa in Tampa. Like, it, it, how, like, what are you doing, NFL? You know the schedule. Yeah. You have Steelers-Buffalo that's going to have 40-mile-per-hour 40, uh, 40 winds and a sleet of snow versus the Chiefs came, which is minus 30, and then you have Eagles-Tampa Monday night. Good God. Um, anyway, um, I digress. The The defense has to really key in on the run. Uh, I think that's that's going to be a majority of this game. I would love the Chiefs to throw it. I've seen these receivers. Um, they struggled mightily against our defense. Again, much healthier. But our defense in Germany, uh, they've struggled all season. Right? They have... Uh, Kelsey, who I can't imagine is going to be moving that well in the cold because he hasn't been moving that well in the warmth. Um, he's old. Yeah, exactly. But he's not going to retire. I don't know if you saw that today. Um, Rice is their best guy. Tony will drop the ball and potentially in this cold weather will just bring the ball into the end zone of the uh, opponent. I don't, I don't know what Terry can do. Hand yeah. it to <laughs> yeah. um, Taylor I mean, let, let him Let him throw it, right? Let him throw it is mm-hmm. my mind. Um, sure. I, I don't know. I don't know if Ramsey will cover. I mean, Ramsey did a great job on Diggs. I mean, it, we really. He's gonna be. He's did, he'll be on. Kelsey. On Rice, on Kelsey. I'd put him on Rice. I think Kelsey is at a point. He played against Kelsey when he was with the Rams, right? And he did very. He was like one of the only corners who's ever really like done I get it that, significantly. But Kelsey's not the same guy as a few years ago when he was on the Rams. You know, he and when there, he played but him. he is their number one. Kelsey. Um, I think. I think that uh, in any event, you know, it's hard to know what what's going to happen in this game. But um, you want them throwing the ball in, in these in these conditions. Um, so key in on the run game, make them throw it. On offense, sure. it's Tua against the weather. Yeah, uh, Tua, real bad in the cold. So, you know. There are going to be, I mean, look, I get how well our, our run game has been uh, performing these past few weeks, but they're not idiots in Kansas City. They know what they're doing. They're going to key in heavily on the run game because of the, the weather conditions. I, I think they will do everything in their power to eliminate that and force Tua to throw it. Force, stack the box, do what the Bills did in the second half, and force Tua to throw it. You're going to have one-on-one coverages with Tyreek Hill out there, with Waddle out there. And, you know, there uh, you can scheme guys open in those situations. So, Tua has the opportunity to have a field day, to have an incredible game and win this game because of his performance. I, th- I, I, I truly believe that that is... Um, our most likely path to victory just because I just, I just sense them 
the Chiefs are going to stack the box due to the weather. Um, and unfortunately, Mike McDaniel, I think this has been one negative for him, is that you know even when those defensive adjustments happen, um, maybe you should not go away from what's been working. Keep trying it. He just, I mean, he didn't even try it. When they were stacking the boxes, he was just like, look, I'm just going to throw it because I know my pass off, what my pass offense can do, right? But I think one thing you need to consider when they are stacking the box is that Devon Ochain, Raheem Mostert are their best running back duel and breaking tackles, and it is going to be hard to tackle when you can't feel your hands. And you're in, you're in, you know, zero degree weather, negative 30 wind chill. There is a huge opportunity to break a ton of tackles. I have a fear, though, that beca- that M- McDaniel is he's so intelligent, but I think he overthinks it. And I think he's going to say, look, I have Tyreek Hill one-on-one coverage. I have J- Jalen Waddle one-on-one coverage. I can scheme guys open because of the way that they're stacking the box. So I'm going to throw it. And it's going to end up on two of shoulders. And, you know, he just has an 0-4 record and, and temperatures under 40 degrees in the NFL. And it, this is a whole other beast. Give me that pick him. Look. I'm about <laughs> to choose the Chiefs here. <laughs> oh, boy. But don't let us win this game. Sure. Because if we win this game, this is a team that can go on a run. We have the capability to go on a run. And I think that even though how strong the Baltimore season has been, they're going to have multiple weeks off, and Lamar has not shown enough to the playoffs. Then we play Cleveland or Buffalo or Houston in the championship game. And then you're in the Super Bowl. If you give us a playoff win here, anything is possible in the NFL. We have seen... Teams win. Thank you. We have seen teams win, like the Eagles in 2017 with Nick Foles, that that have no business winning the Super Bowl that year. So, everything is against us. This is a this is a Kansas City Chiefs team that has had years of postseason experience, have been very successful have been the three Super Bowls in the past five years. And they are in excellent position to beat us. So if we beat them, we could win it all. But the Chiefs will probably win this game. Uh, 20 to 10. (laughs) uh, Chiefs win. uh, Just too many injuries to overcome. Chiefs win 21-18. All right. Let's get into uh, two quick-ish games. First game, we're going to do our playoff beer bets. Uh, real quick, I am currently plus eight. I need to check um, these numbers, by the way. I thought about this just today. I was yeah, like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I need to look at these bets because sometimes we, we I look through and there's a dispute. 
So eventually, I need to look through it. I'll do it at the season yeah, end. Why not? It's uh, it's already there. It's all it's all on the document. I don't um, have access to any of this stuff. I don't know where to do. find it. I haven't looked it's at it, this stuff in, in years, Baxter. <laughs> it's in the Surf and Artificial Surf Google Docs. Uh, but anyways, let's get going. Yeah. Uh, because I am have a, a resounding lead, I made right. two uh, two <laughs> right now that I'm going to give you that aren't necessarily like like I'm going out on a limb, but I am going to give you the potential for to pick up two beers. So my first okay. one, Khalil Shakir leads the Buffalo Bills in either catches or yards for the playoffs. If he does not lead them in either one, meaning he does not lead them in either catches or yards, you pick up two beers. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Casey takes. Give me that first one. Um, all right. You get to pick two quarterbacks, any two quarterbacks that you want. Okay. You get the beer if one of those two quarterbacks has the most passing yards in the 2024 postseason. Most yards in 2024 postseason. Is this total yards or passing yards? Passing. Okay. One of them's going to be Brock Purdy. Because that's going to fit well with uh, one of mine coming up. My bold bet. What is happening? Google Doc. Um, man, I kind of need to look here. Hold on. So one of them will be Brock Purdy. The other will be... Oh, man. Um, do I want to hedge my bets here and take the other NFC team that I think could the distance because I have no clue what's going to happen in the AFC. I think that's what I'll do. I'm going to take Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. Okay. Good strategic choice there, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> My next one. Neither bird team makes the Super Bowl. If both bird teams make it, you get two beers. If both make it only, I get two beers? Correct. Because I'm what saying if, neither of them make it. If one of them makes it, you get a beer. If both of them okay. make it, you get two beers. I'm going to tell you right now, the Eagles are not making the Super Bowl. Sure. So I am basically betting that the Ravens will make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that. Casey does not take? I'm not taking it. Okay. Because in my mind, I'm, I'm choosing that one team will, will make the Super Bowl. And that to, that to me is not good enough odds to take the beer bet. It, that's okay. the logic going on behind this lock of hair that's in front of my face. So you got the Superman Jerry <laughs> yeah. girl. Um, I haven't thought of the third yet, so I'm going to go with the second one, which is less football re- related than, but definitely Thompson household related. This is what and we that like is, called the Jess beer bet. Yeah, but she hasn't said it. This is this is this is a Casey original. Let me tell Ooh. you, uh, Taylor Swift okay, will attend two Chiefs games in this postseason. Two Chiefs games. Oh, because they're probably only going to play two. Do I don't really want to do research right now in the middle of this podcast. Do we know if she's going to be there for this first one already? I have no idea. This is and don't you dare look it up because I don't know. Look, no. (laughs) 
I got to assume that she's going to be there for the first one, and I would imagine that if they make it, that that. So. I it so it's got to be over two. Right. Yes, and if they win, they're going to be away. Or let or less than. No, two two or more. Okay, wait, no. So if she only attends one, you're saying that she's going to attend exactly two games. No, two or more. You're saying that she's going to attend two or more games. Yeah. So if they lose, yeah, sure, she's out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if yeah. they lose, she's out. If 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 she doesn't show up to this first game because it's, it's fucking cold, um, I am in a she's bad position. A, she's gonna be in a box. She'll be fine. She has to still get there. I don't like it now that we have gotten it to the point where you get the two or more. Um, if you were saying exactly two, I and I got either side of it, I would probably take it. But the fact that like. The only way that I could possibly win that is if she only goes to one game. Or zero. Or zero. But I just like, I think that she's going to go to this game. It's her first playoff game with, yeah. She's going to be in a, she's going to be in a box with heat on sitting next to. She would have to be in Kansas city for a period of time. And it's cold wherever you go. She's going to get, she's going to get an Uber. It's going to be 95 degrees in that car. She's going to get out. She's going to have somebody walk her personally inside the stadium. And then she has to get her, her cold ass up to Buffalo if they win. <laughs> Should be fine. Um, man. Yeah, I I don't want to take this. Because I think what? that she will go to all the playoff games that uh, that she can go to. Can Sorry, that be the bet? That she'll go to all of the playoff games? I'm saying she will not go to every Chiefs playoff game. Okay. Taylor Swift will not attend. <laughs> I need bets to catch up, so I need you to take something here. <laughs> all of the Chiefs playoff games. I will take Boy, that. I wonder how much Peacock's going to pay Taylor Swift to go to this game. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they would be like, there must be like giving like millions of dollars. Like, please go to this game. We need people to subscribe. <laughs> this is as bold as I could possibly get. NFL superstar Brock Purdy breaks record for most touchdowns in a playoff game, currently at six. Okay, sure. I mean, yeah, obviously I'll take that. That's, that's pretty bold. Do I get two? <laughs> no. No, because that's insane. Can we do the last one? All right. Um, well, I'm, I guess I'll make mine bold too, which I, I think, in my mind, exact Super Bowl matchup is pretty bold. Okay. Um, sure. Although you might agree with it. Yeah. Uh, but you still might take it because of the odds. And that's Ravens 49ers will be the Super Bowl matchup. I will uh, take it. Yeah. I don't... uh, For whatever reason, I'm not... uh, I'm still not big on the Ravens. I've seen them play a couple of games where they've just kind of, like, had some letdowns. Uh, Lamar has not been that good uh, in the playoffs. They have struggled. Mm Mm-hmm. Historically, when they are behind, um, it's the playoffs. Anything could happen. They could get beat in the first their first game against the Browns if that's who they end up playing. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll I'll take you. All right, moving quickly here to the <laughs> next thing, which I need to get out. We need to work through. We got to work slowly through this one, though. Let me tell you, this we is my this is my favorite game of the year. Oh, baby. Uh, we are unveiling 
the third annual NFL playoff food bracket and determining the playoffs and the Super Bowl winner based upon Casey's taste buds. So let's oh, get yeah. started here. Um, we'll start in the AFC. First game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. We have pierogies v. Buffalo Wings. Hey, when we were down in Cape Coral, uh-huh. um, we uh, oh, an have an annual Wonderful. Polish dinner night. <laughs> okay. uh, and it is usually held for Christmas Eve because of RSV. We held it after <laughs> Christmas Eve. Um, and we ha- always have um, pierogies along with uh, guamkis and um, other Polish dishes, mm-hmm. kabasa, things like that. Um, Elliot loves pierogies he loved them so much that for his actual birthday we requested that my dad make them again so that he could have pierogies again wonderful um well, buffalo moves on here. <laughs> <laughs> goodness gracious okay uh next up we have mahi tacos for the miami dolphins versus kansas city style barbecue Please remember, everyone out here, that this is based upon Casey's taste buds, not upon Casey's heart. <laughs> yeah, because um, we've been uh, really kicking the Mexican these past few days. Uh, Boca Fiesta here in town have the best chips, um, is what okay. we've realized. Mouth, mouth and the party, amount of salt yeah. that we've, the amount, yeah, mouth party, the amount of salt that we've intake and took and taken, consumed. Um, <laughs> is in, astronomical in and we, we we may need help uh but okay. hopefully we'll sweat it out tomorrow at disney uh that being said giving them ribs let's do it next up a uh a, a new contender enters number five the cleveland browns buckeyes versus the houston texans and i had to phone a friend somebody in our uh fantasy league Who's a chef? Oh, did you for Don in right? Houston? Oh no, mm-hmm. I thought you. I yeah, thought you no. were saying, is it for Don? Is he a chef? Yep, yep. Uh, he's not I, anymore. I don't but it for Don, like a, like a, I don't I don't know how I don't know what yeah, a no. dialect that would be, but I like for Don. <laughs> French for, sounds French. Uh, he used to be a chef. He's not a, he's not a chef anymore because that uh, profession sucks. Uh, Cloches. Um, Cloches. I, I don't know. I would how like to you to. I need you to. Well, Cleveland's new too, and at least for this pod. I think. Um, so I need you to describe both okay. for, for the so, people at home. Uh, uh, Texas-style Kolosh. Uh, man, I wish I knew how to say this. It's basically the best way that I could possibly describe it to you, Casey, is a uh, pig in a blanket, but giant. Hot dog. Hot dog, pig in a blanket, jalapenos on top with mustard in the middle of it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. More like a corn dog. An sure. open-ended corn but, dog. But with it's not. It's mustard. not. It's not cornbread. Yeah. What's the bread? Uh, it's like a like a donut kind of. Like a donut. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Is that your final answer, sir? No. Yeah. It's a hearty breakfast pastry made with fluffy sweet bread. It's a breakfast dish? 
Uh, no. <laughs> but it's made with a breakfast pastry. No. I don't know, man. I've never made them. They also have like sweets version of it. Because also a Buckeye is a chocolate and peanut butter that is like a like a sweet that's made to look like the uh, the Buckeye the um, state nut. I don't fucking yeah. know. Beautiful. Um, I am so intrigued by the Houston dish. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you. There is nothing better in this world. Anything in this world is better than chocolate and peanut butter. And, and so I'm moving forward. Buckeye moves on. Uh, with the Buckeye. A, so it's a traditional Sorry, sausage with cheese added with a, it's a savory food that's wrapped in a sweet breakfast stuff. All right. I don't know what's going on there. Fernand has to explain it, explain it to me because I still don't I still don't get it. So that would mean crab cakes for you versus the Maryland style crab cake had the bye week, um, and now they're going crab cakes. They deserve v it. Buckeyes. Whew. Brother, that's tough. That's such a different grouping of food, and it's hard to know what's going to be the NFC. But I don't want that to shape my uh, opinion. It's gonna, that you're going to pick the decision. same thing that you picked last time. Let's <laughs> relax here. It's not a mystery. You need, start get picked. you need to start choosing. You need to start choosing different foods then. Okay. Well, the Cowboys need to not, you know, be, win the get into the playoffs. Um. Yeah, I, I, I guess the distinguishing factor in my mind. Oh, I'm getting some pictures now. The distinguishing factor in my mind, okay, is that the Buckeye has a lot of similar type desserts. Chocolate and peanut butter go together and many mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. including my favorite candy, which is the Reese's. Especially cold. I can't really compare a crab cake to anything. I, I feel like it's very distinct in its flavor have you had a Maryland style? Maybe like a lobster before? roll. Uh, sure. I I I'm a well traveled individual. <laughs> okay. They're good. Um, uh, yeah, they're fucking good. Um, so, good. so I'm gonna go with the crab cakes. All right, crab cake moves on. <laughs> Next up, buffalo wings versus Kansas City style barbecue. We've been this here is, before. This has been the, this, this has been the <laughs> the same matchup I've had every fucking year. Let me tell you, good God, Buffalo and Kansas City, stop making the playoffs or get a different food in your goddamn. Maybe area. next year, what we'll do is if a team makes the Super Bowl and then they make the playoffs again, maybe I'll change it up. Yeah, yeah, um, because we're getting two repeats seemingly every year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you know it's it's that tough matchup again where. Uh, it's funny because I, I I definitely seek out wings more than ribs. God, I fucking love wings. Wings are my favorite bar food. Quotes here. It's I fucking love wings. 
my favorite bar food is pretzels with uh, uh, mustard. That somebody and a, somebody else's hands cheese. have been in. Oh, okay, like soft pretzels, not like the pretzels that they put in a dish in front of you to make you thirsty, so you buy more beer. No, 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 no. <laughs> they probably don't do that no. anymore, anyways. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't know what bars you're going to, but I don't think they have pretzels at bars anymore. Um, no, I'm talking about like at a at a Buffalo Wild Wings, at a World of Beer, mm-hmm. at a place like that. Uh, the the appetizer I go for is pretzels. Uh, I would I would go for wings in terms of a main dish, you know, um, but in terms of like a bar, I, I would I would go for pretzels. Anyway, I made I made wings last Super Bowl just because I wanted wings. It didn't even have anything to do with food. Correct, you did. You sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, which one was that? Was that Kansas City? No, <sighs> no. Yes, Bengals. Kansas City Philly. Was that last year? No, we didn't do Bengals. anything last year. Bengals Rams. Mm-hmm. Bengals Rams. You did that shitty shitty. Chili, yeah. skyline chili worry about that right against now. Mexican the street Rams, corn. Mexican street corn, Mexican street corn, yeah, elote, yeah. Um, which <laughs> shocker, it's making another appearance this year. Uh, yeah. Um, get here. So I know every time what I'm going to say, right? the The difference is like I don't know what it is. But to me, uh, I just I just like the rib more, and I don't know if I don't seek it out more because it's just not as readily available. Um, but I am going to again choose the rib. Rib moves on. My wife just asked me to please stop farting. Via text. All right. From a different room? Well, I farted earlier when we were putting Ellie to sleep, and it was miserable. All right. Okay. Moving on to the NFC. New team in town here. We've got the Packers. Wait, with wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on a second. We have crab cakes oh, versus yeah, fucking barbecue. Oh, yeah, my bad. I, we, we, we will, we we will choose here? this one before we, we move on. We're moving. To, we're, I picked the winner. We go to the championship. Just yep. wondering where we're at here. <laughs> I can uh, she can only hear half. She says, um, "This is going to be a long pod." Yeah, it's going to be a long pod. It's the fucking bracket. It's my favorite part of the year. God damn it. We're almost. So there. I, I, I. Uh, Maybe. I know. I pick the ribs everywhere. I take. I mm-hmm. pick the the ribs every year, because I'm just a meat boy. I mean, that's where it comes down to, right? I always go back to it. Um, I am really currently, as I'm starving because our our snack options are terrible, um, if I had to choose one right now, and that's what I'm going to do because that's the game that we're making up on the spot. Mm -hmm, Oh, I get mm -hmm. some peanut butter pretzels. R.I.P. the Buckeye. Um, oh I am going to go with... And let me chew this pretzel while I'm choosing. Are those the Publix with the peanut butter in the middle of the pretzel? Those are... They yeah. absolutely are. <laughs> S-tier snack. My, I always have a bag ready to go at home. They're the Incredible. Best. Incredible. I'm going to chew through this answer. <laughs> oh, Moving boy. on. Crab cake. As of this moment... It's a fucking Maryland crab cake, brother. Let's go, baby. 
a little bit of an upset here. Uh, all right, moving on. NFC. New team in town. We got the Packers with the cheese curds versus the old staple. We've got the uh, ribeye nachos. We've done um, the cheese curds before, so Green Bay's must have made it in the past really? couple of years. Um, I don't really know this, but Aaron Rodgers has been there for a bit, and oh, yeah, I feel like sure. the, <laughs> they uh, they make the playoffs quite often, um, mm. except for last year. So it was probably two years ago. Anyway, yeah, I mean we we we've been the bound down this path before. Um, I um, you know, the ultimate, really, in terms of you know me queso itself, if you would, um, competition. Meat and cheese, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about the knit and gritty of my existence. Um, I'm getting no interaction here. You're looking at your phone. I'm getting ready for the next matchup because you're going to want me to explain it. Okay. So, well, fine then. <laughs> I don't need interaction. Um, I mean, we've been, to, been through this before. Uh, I cannot think of a food that I like more than steak. Mm-hmm. Same it's with my difficult child. Difficult not to put the ribeye nachos on. Alright. Moving on. Ribeye nachos on up next. Mexican street corn versus Coney Dog. Coney Dog is the Detroit Detroit style hot dog which I was also messing around with the idea, and maybe we'll do this next year because it would be a lot easier for me. A hot dog for each team with regional ingredients. The Coney dog okay. is a, topped with meat, no beans, chili, diced white onion, and mustard. That is the uh, famous Detroit-style hot dog, the Coney dog. I had to do it. I was confused. Okay. When you said Coney Dog, the first thing I think of is Coney Island. Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Um So when you say Coney Dog and I Google it, I see two different things. I see a Coney Island hot dog. Sure. And this is top of the Wikipedia. And this it says, a Coney Island hot dog, Coney dog, or Coney, is a hot dog in a bun topped with savory meat sauce and sometimes other toppings. Seemingly, this is the same thing. In fact, it must be because I see it all over Michigan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Detroit style. Okay, so it's a beanless chili sauce. Anyway, this is giving me fucking flashbacks it's to Cincinnati chili. It's, it's a Skyline chili, I should say. No chocolate. Um, no chocolate is my, in this chili. Is my, it's just a chili a dog with onions and uh, mustard. I love a good hot dog. I love a good wiener. I do, too. I don't know, man. Um, I'm getting bad Skyline chili flashbacks. The Elote moves on. All right, moving on. The uh, most contentious, as always... Uh, 
the Eagles with the Philly cheesesteak. Not so contentious, but for you, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Cuban. The two sandwiches are, are facing off. What a matchup. I am um, to scarf down some peanut butter pretzels here. I, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had some offline back and forth of the Cuban in the past about being the official Tampa dish. Um, I have personally never sought out a Cuban, but I have definitely sought out a cheesecake. So I'm going to stay with cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Cheesecakes are also delicious. Man, if one of those New York teams could make it, Laura makes the best. Well, the Giants did. The Giants did. We went over well, the giant. We went over the cheesecake stuff. Last yeah, year. Laura. Laura makes a uh, killer cheesesteak or cheesecake. Oh boy, here we go. All right, up next, <laughs> uh, the Forty uh, ers They got the buy, and we are looking at the sourdough bread bowl filled with uh, soup of choice. I haven't decided what soup it is, but it's more importantly, it is a. Uh, oh, you changed sour- it. This yes, um, my wife. Uh, very you. upset. Wasn't it like dim sum? What the hell was the San Francisco one last year? Soup dumplings. Okay. Uh, they are also the uh, creator of the bread bowl, sourdough bread bowl. My wife loves sourdough, loves soup. So we have added, uh, we have changed it up to the sourdough bread bowl filled with some ki- type of chowder. And it is facing off against Mexican street corn. Oh. Um, well, that's easy choice. I'm going to go with the bread bowl. All right. Whoa. That's an easy choice, eh? Uh, okay. Up next is yeah. the ribeye nachos versus the Philly cheesesteak. You do have a battle of steaks here. I do have a battle of steaks. Um, are you a Geno's yeah, or are you, you a Pat's you, you guy? Kinda, I, I got to be honest with you. You, you kind of, um, Pat's, you kind of make it odd that nacho aspect of it right we're not just talking about a ribeye dinner you're, you're adding the nacho because i assume the texas texan texas correct flavor of it all right um which i don't want to brings it I down just, I just a peg from s- a ribeye dinner so Ferdin asked me about dallas and he um mentioned instead of going the nacho route doing ribeye fajitas which is okay. kind of to me like the same thing I don't want to be sitting over there making. We don't. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time today to discuss that that, a, that comment. Um, it's Tex-Mex. It's you know. I would I would basically put the same exact things that you put on a fajita. I don't even want to look at him right now. On nachos. I don't even want to look at him. <laughs> they they get the same top. No, saying fajitas and nachos are the same thing basically. Basically. We're. The Thompson Jeez. household is not on the same wavelength as Baxter Hill. Cheese sauteed onions and peppers. It's the same thing. What the fuck sauteed in onions and peppers are you having on nachos? What are you talking well, my about? My nachos. The nachos that I make. <laughs> um, ribeye being the staple of the dish, it's, it's hard to pass up, though. And I don't, mm-hmm. I've never had ribeye nachos. Um, so I haven't I've had, had They'd steak be delicious. on nachos. Uh-huh. But I've I've had I, I you know which is probably more of a basic fucking part of the cow. <laughs> um, so uh, ribeye nachos just intrigues me more than a Philly cheesesteak. Although I love 
a Philly cheesesteak. The problem I have, I, I've been having though locally, is I'll order a Philly cheesesteak um, from Dave's New York Deli on the the DoorDash, and on the DoorDash, I don't okay. select peppers and onions because I just assume they're included. And I've done this fucking twice now, which is kind of embarrassing. But over the past year, I've ordered a Philly cheesesteak from there, and I just want it like a Philly cheesesteak. And I don't select any of the other things on the list. Like, you can add shit. Sure. And I get meat on bread. Well, don't do that. And I, I don't know once, how, shame but on I managed me. to do this me. fucking twice. Fool me once, shame who on me, fool wants? me. Who clicks Price on, the, but who clicks on Philly cheesesteak and is want, I just want the meat on the bread, and that's all I want. Like, why wouldn't you know. automatically include peppers and onions on a fucking cheesesteak? People are weird. And the cheese whiz. It wasn't even the cheese whiz. So what moved on there? <laughs> ribeye nachos. <laughs> okay. Sourdough bread bowl v ribeye nachos. Oh, man. What was the last time? I, you probably, I, I'm kind of surprised uh, Laura likes it uh, so much. Do you like bread bowls? Because I'm just thinking like your Panera years might have led you to honestly hate any type of stuff for such a significant period of time that was created there. I don't like, I'm not, I'm not a bread person. You're not a bread person. That's right. You're, you're, yeah. your food stuff is all, all over the fucking place. Um, I don't, I don't like, bread. okay. I mean, I like bread. I don't, I don't like bread to be the uh, center focus. Like I don't like fried chicken. Yeah. Um, Ugh. I'm out. I'm I'm largely out on I bread. Love, love bread. As much bread as you can fucking give me. Bread is mm. bread is incredible. Great job. The bread makers of the past. Um I think I, <laughs> Um I don't know. I think I think that when you're looking at this though, I can't imagine that a bread bowl with chowder in it. It's a favorite dish of anyone. Well, no, I don't think so. Either. You know what I mean? Like, what? What Maybe is your what is your people. food habits? Um, yeah, I guess yeah. If people with no teeth. teeth. Well, I mean, that's would be tough. Um, I mean, the bread bowl can be quite chewy. Uh, I, I think I think that uh, the ribeye nacho is still one. You want me to speed up? This is my favorite game of the year. I will take my time, sir. Oh, really? Okay. Um, the ribeye nacho moves on. Ribeye nacho moves on. Ribeye nacho v crab cakes. We have the same uh, baby monitor, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. Do we? Ribeye nacho v crab cakes. Super Bowl winner. Uh, Super Bowl winner. I'm in a crab cake type mood. Woo! The upset. I'm excited. All right. Let's see if either of these teams actually make it, and I'm actually making you these foods. Uh, I doubt it. I have a feeling we're going to be having bread bowl and something random from the AFC because who fucking knows? Uh, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Casey's Casino Corner. Oh, I can kind of hear it. Um, I don't know what you did differently there. <laughs> uh, but it was still much slighter than it has been in the past. Anywho, obviously a limited, you know, slate of games, um, but still plenty to bet on 
ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Um, first, I'm going to start off with my best bet of the week. Kansas City minus three and a half. I've been over this. I've talked about it. It's, it, it is a bad situation for Dolphins. And so, I like Kansas City minus three and a half here. Baxter's walking off. We don't know what his under special is. I'll give you two more bets. And one of them will be under special. I like, first, before we get the under special, I like it. Let's do a teaser. Houston, Dallas. Houston playing the Browns. Dallas is playing the Packers. I'm going to tease Houston up two and a half to eight and a half. Tease Dallas down from eight down to two. So Dallas just has to beat the Packers by two or more. Texans can lose by up to eight and or win. And I still win the bet. Texans plus eight and a half. Dallas minus two. I bet you right now, Baxter would think that is an incredible bet. And we're going to end with... Maybe both of our under special of the week. I don't know. But I'm going to say it's my under special of the week. And that is Steelers Bills mentioned earlier on the pod. It's going to be terrible there. Very windy. Very snowy. Not great. Worse because of the conditions in the snow than Miami and Kansas City. And specifically, worse offenses. So we're going with Steelers Bills under 35.5 as the Casey under special of the week. Incredible bets. Everyone agrees. Thank you for joining us. If you could please like and follow us on the X, leave us a review on Apple. Anything is possible. You know? And that's including the Dolphins winning this weekend. Fins up. Please, for the love of God, fins up. Thanks, everyone. See you next week on the Surf. An artificial turf podcast. Mm-hmm.